bekannt. Fatal. Hi, my name is Marco. You know what I did this week? Online shopping. And I threw a lot of cards. <laughs> Hi, I'm consistently undecided. I mean it. Hi, I'm sweaty and salty, and I'm on vacation. My name is Mafalda. <laughs> and hello, I'm Anna's favorite smooth pineapple voice, Van. Ooh! Ooh. Oh, Van that nobody else has. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying it because she actually today she sent, she sent us not today but recently she sent us a very sweet email that we'll Aww, talk about it she later. certainly did remember anyone listening we love to read your emails yeah uh, do you better motherfuckers if you can't send us money send words. us emails <laughs> true that true telling that. us how how cantique we are cantique wow oh, that's a man. word now we started yeah. we started strong this one yeah, no, clearly. I mean, I'm going to just segue immediately into controversial and uh, share an opinion that I think uh, will be special, especially to Marco. Um, I was thinking about this the other day because um, recently, like, my husband wanted to buy me clothes and stuff. And I was like, no, please, God, no. <laughs> no, like no I don't I don't want I don't even have space for the current clothes that I own oh, okay, plus okay. where am I gonna wear these clothes to like if you buy me a nice dress Is where it, like, am I gonna go or... <laughs> but, but, no but to like if kitchen. it's <laughs> exactly like to, <laughs> to fucking sweep my floors um and I was and I was trying to think and trying to give him sort of directives of like oh I like this and I like that and I realized that I Ultimately speaking, I find branded clothes that just have a big ass logo saying like Fendi and shit. I find that extremely tacky. I agree. I don't it like is. It, either. it is. They're not paying us to advertise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if they do, then we like it. <laughs> yes, of course. If they no, if they give me, I mean, I'm the not gonna be shady, <laughs> but. I'm a whore, but I'm a paid whore. An know? expensive one, honey. You I mean, I'm not going to be that kid at the club with the grown-ass, three-palm-sized <laughs> Levi's logo on a white shirt that no oh, one horrible. wore since the 90s, and apparently they're making a comeback. No, I, like I might wear uh, Levi's tees in my 20 or so black t-shirt apparel that is in my closet, but not with a big-ass logo. I mean, no, not, yeah. not anything, not the only thing that I like that is recognizable at a distance <laughs> is not a logo. It's the Burberry pattern. I really oh, love I the Burberry it. pattern. I think I that's different it. though. It's a nice one. Uh, no, but I don't have it in beige. I, I, I gave, I gave my, my partner one in eggplant shades. He okay. has the one. Uh, have great. you seen the purple one? You gave, you no. gave your partner okay. a, a Burberry scarf. Egg, egg I think he's focusing on the eggplant. That was monogrammed with his initials. Ooh, and always doing the most. I'm the cuntest with the mostest. I mean, <laughs> so I'm giving him a tablet this year. So Damn. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin the surprise because he doesn't God listen to the it, podcast. God, my husband gives his side piece the best, <laughs> the best I I I know I I think, but for you know, 
For people who like nostalgia, I gave him his first tablet, which he said he would never wear, use, not wear. Um, and then it stuck by him uh, right next to the couch for years. <laughs> Because he was always on it. Because you his just computer. You people wrong. That's what you like. It's not giving <laughs> You just love know, proving people you know, wrong. And I, I prove them wrong. <laughs> so, but his oh, tablet so now. Oh, himself was like, bitch, you're gonna use this and you're gonna like it. <laughs> no, I told him because he travel. He travels a lot, you know, before Miss yeah. Corona came, and uh, <laughs> and his computer was really, really big, um, and it was. It was a laptop that was not portable at all. So I got him an, oh, uh, an iPad mini so that he could travel with it. And we, he could uh, send me yeah, messages over Facebook and still could, could go online. Because he, he would have a shell phone that seemed <laughs> to have come out of 2005. A Razor. Uh, yeah, like a like a razor, but it wasn't Remember a razor. When those seemed modern. <laughs> so before I actually gave him a smartphone, he he didn't have any means to send me messages when he is, was in the hotel. So I thought, did this he is fucking a send you fucking a carrier pigeon? How did you guys communicate? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just fucking intrigued that he's like in somewhere in Italy, presumably with zero means. No, by text. He would he would pay for the outrageous roaming for text, and he would text me, and I would be like, no, please, let's not just text. That's the the other thing. We got into this huge argument when I gave him his first iPhone because I said because we still paid roaming, and I said with with the iPhone. Whenever you get Wi-Fi, you can text you me, can and that. no charges, yeah. and we can FaceTime, and we can talk, mm -hmm. and there's no charges. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, "Oh, this is the symbol of an elitist and classist society that preys on consumerism. People don't need these phones." Can I just tell you that I love him. <laughs> yes, I, I love don't him. Don't disagree. Too. <laughs> yeah. And now, and and then, but before that, he had the tablet, and he said, "Yeah, but I'm only going to use it when I travel. You know, this is really, really useful, <laughs> <was> useless." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, use it when you travel. You know, okay. it's yours. You use it when you, you do want whatever to. you like. It's not like I'd manipulate you or anything." No, and now, but <laughs> now his, uh, I had it uh, engraved uh, with a, you know. God. What a thing! Yeah, I had, and the the next one is engraved too. So I had it engraved. The next one. <laughs> yeah. No, because it, I gave him a tablet like seven years ago. That thing is slow That's as a long hell. Time. That's a long time. Yeah. So he deserves a new tablet. He doesn't use it. I know he appreciates. He uses it as an alarm clock now, <laughs> mostly. Okay. No, 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 no. That's what let me just let me just let me just let me just stop you there. Is your partner the type of person that records videos with an iPad in the public place? No, no, he's not. No, no. Okay. But, but he has no, he has an iPhone now. So he when he wants to record uh. videos, usually of the cats, he will do the with the iPhone. Okay. But we had like a three year, two year gap before he actually started using a smartphone. However, he does not uh, he does not use any texting app whatsoever. So no Signal, oh, no right. Viber, no <laughs> we WhatsApp. We never talked no to nothing. him directly. We haven't talked to you. Amazing. Yeah, we have the situation. He, he actually manages it really well because he does, yeah. once we want to talk to him, it's like, 
How can we you talk to me? Having to you talk to his secretary. You're basically, his assistant. Yeah, that's I'm what his I'm PA. Realizing. You know, I'm his PA, and usually, when people wanna, uh, we weren't invited to a party that we didn't go to, uh, and it was like a huge, big ass WhatsApp group. Uh, and for right. all the people in the U.S., WhatsApp is a big thing in Europe because <laughs> most of you don't use it. Um, oh. No, they don't. No, they yeah, think yeah. Some, WhatsApp some is mostly like a Europe slash Asia thing. Really? Yeah. U.S. Yeah. people are aren't very big on what on do WhatsApp. They use? Well, well, they're all on, on, on iPhone, so they, so they mostly oh, they use, use the like FaceTime the, chat yeah. thingy. Right. Okay. So, so basically, uh, I'm always getting into these groups, or people will send me messages like, oh, could you please talk to him and ask him if he could do the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sure, because he's I'll not on it. I'll pencil you in. <laughs> yes, you know, the doctor can see you now. Please hold. So. Um, speaking of us talking to other people, I would like to just send a shout out to uh, and a thank you to Anna for her kind and lovely lovely email that she sent yes us. thank and you her Anna. suggestion on getting to know each other each in one each in one of us a little bit more um so that could be an interesting I few mean, a few interesting uh, moments in our future podcasts yeah we could do like maybe a big deep dive but i i guess if you want a little nugget, can you can we maybe share with Anna some like what was an interesting sort of episode in your childhood, like a funny story from your childhood? Mine's not very funny, but it is quirky and like I think I think she'll understand it. Uh, okay. There was this game show uh, in Portugal that it, <laughs> that that was all about uh, animals. It like it was just a quiz with kids and like. You're gonna, you know, it was great. is an elephant a mammal? Like, <laughs> kind of that type of stuff. And by the way, it was, and they showed pictures of a female elephant uh, sort of, you know, feeding their offspring. Mm -hmm. And female elements have women like type titties like they like really? they look exact like it like it's weird yeah, they have they don't look like 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 others or like you know like mm -hmm. like you see in say cats or something no they wow. look like breasts it's real weird just gray wow. wrinkly breasts <laughs> that stuck in my mind but I went, to the, <laughs> I, went, I went to that game show twice it was called Noah's Ark I have I have some oh, pictures of this on my awesome on my Instagram. Yeah. The first time I did not win because no. the audience was super unruly. So mm -hmm. they recorded the audience. I always tell this story, so sorry guys. They they basically like they they, they always had schools uh, live on the show to clap and just in the audience. Like it was like basically you could do a little day tour and be in the audience of the show, I guess. Uh, with your with your school and the kids were so unruly that they basically gave up on having the kids because they kept interrupting the Damn. the taping. So for about like I think an hour, they were just basically, "Hey guys, everyone say A," and like the kids are all, "Hey, let's say choose A, okay, now say B, B," or like say yes, say no. So they recorded yeah, all like the reactions. Generic reactions. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just stapled them together in the final recording. <laughs> so most of the show was done, uh, was recording with no one on the audience, no except audience. for my mom, 
uh, and like the other kids' moms, but including the grandpa of the kid who won, who told them every single answer. If you look at the recording, you can really? see this motherfucking kid looking <laughs> at the audience moments before. You can also hear this noise, which was the noise my marker made every time I gestured wildly as a big chubby child and threw that fucker to the ground because I'm so clumsy. You hear that a bunch of times because they had like wooden floorboards. The second time I went and I won, I don't even remember what I won, but it was like maybe a computer or an NES or something like that. Like it was something electronic that was nice. Mm -hmm. um, and I won on my own fucking merits, and I was always very proud of that. So, yeah. Funny yeah. story from my childhood. Go on, Mafalda. That was an awesome game show. I used to watch it with my dad. I loved it. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was about animals. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And the great theme song. I love the theme yeah. song that they have. Still, How about I you guys? Like, like, did you have something, like, weird or quirky that you remember from childhood that you want to share? I was a very blunt child. What is really? it? As a kid, too? <laughs> no, I wasn't rude. <laughs> I was Damn. really, really polite, I'm not but I was rude, blunt. I'm just blunt. <laughs> I was just blunt. So, uh, at, my father used to travel a lot uh, and, and not be around so much during my, you know, my my childhood formative years. Mm -hmm. So during a dinner with friends, someone dared to ask me that age-old question. So who do you love more, mommy okay. or daddy? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> to which I reply. You know, I love them both, but I like mom the best because dad's never around. So I've, I've made an a lot of adults go. at that table cry because I was <laughs> so, I was so matter of fact. Honest. You know, I was just so matter of fact. And I was like, no, I really like dad, but he's never around. So, he's all right, you know, but mom's better. I, I love mom better. You know, I there like her go. more. I so mean, you know. that's just uh, whenever and, I meet kids and my like mother that, was, I love and, them. Yeah, and my mother was crying, and she was like, no, oh, you love us the same. And I'm like, no, like, no I, I don't. No, I really don't. <laughs> no, I really don't. Did, did I, I do no, I don't. <laughs> so, but I, I was very polite. I was that kid that could go with your, into a house that was, like, full of stuff that was, like, not safe for kids, and I wouldn't touch anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would just usually, would I, I, would, I would ask for, like, a book or a comic. Yeah. Even when I couldn't read, and I would just just sit there Look and wait the for pictures. the whole thing to to go through. You would do but, emotional damage, not material and also, damage. <laughs> because longer. yeah, because <laughs> also because my hair was very very blonde, almost platinum, like Marilyn blonde when I was oh, a kid. Oh, look at you! Um, people would have a tendency to. Uh, like touch my hair, and you know, oh. I don't know oh, what it's called doing, doing this thing, yeah. you know, oh, like. Um, like I was, you know, like, funneling oh, my so hair like, like I was a dog. Danish boy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, you know. And, and we have an expression in Portugal that means something like, um, uh, you mean ass blonde. Uh, mean ass? What? <laughs> no, rust mal So it means like, <laughs> I've never blonde. heard that. Yeah, so usually it's like you don't, trust, you, you don't trust uh, uh, a blonde Somebody person's motifs. <laughs> Someone with very fair hair. So they would, you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the they would like touch my hair. I don't know. I don't know if they thought there was a wig or something. But I would like. I would. But strangers would do this, and I'd be like, "Please don't touch my hair. Leave me alone. Please don't <laughs> touch my hair. Alone. Leave me alone. Please don't Go touch away. my hair." I will but I would you. be like, "Please don't touch my hair." So. Um, Damn. You can't touch this. Da, da, da. It, it seems like I'm on the. I was a child on the spectrum. I really wasn't. I was born. I was born in a, with a, a, a gap 
like a generational gap with all the friends of my parents that had kids. They were either too old to hang out with me and I was annoying or they were too young to hang out with me. And so basically I was like the kid hanging out with, with a bunch of adults. So I, so I was very quirky and I would be like, so I read this book in mythology about Zeus raping this woman in the form of a swan and she gave birth and then she was killed by his wife. Because I you really, as a kid? I, that's me that's... at eight years old. <laughs> delightful. Because when I was indeed. eight, I asked my father for a book on mythology, on Greek mythology. Uh -huh. But mm -hmm. I told wow. him, I want something that is not with... For kids. For, with pictures. Yeah. So my dad went, you know, went into a college um, bookstore Damn and he far. asked for the best for the best book on Greek mythology and they gave me Edith Damn. Hamilton's aptly named mythology, which was completely uncensored. So I'd be like, So this person died and this one died and this was murder, this was <laughs> turned by cool. a bear. Yeah. And, and I was fascinated and the adults around me they they you know, they couldn't relate. So. <laughs> yeah, like so yeah, yeah. they'd be like unfiltered. Yeah. But for me, you know. So, uh, Inez, did you also like your mother more because your dad wasn't around? How was your childhood? Well, <laughs> actually, well, yeah, kind of similar story. <laughs> to, well, I didn't live with my dad. So. Welcome to Daddy Issues, the podcast. <laughs> well, we don't want to go there. I think that's our Do common really denominator. <laughs> we, I think that's our common denominator. <laughs> Actually, uh, it's yeah. one of the. Yeah. It's one of our. Yeah, it's one of the common denominators. We all have that murky outside forest of daddy issues. <laughs> True, but like, but but, you have um, anything like quirky that you want to share from your childhood? Uh, my childhood was pretty uneventful. I think I was a very well-behaved kid. Also, I I also wouldn't like. I would do whatever you told me to do. <laughs> so I was a pretty boring kid. But maybe an interesting factoid is the first word I ever said was not mommy, it was not daddy, it was not the name of my favorite toy or food or anything. It was, in Portuguese, it's a single word. My first words were, it's over. That was my first word, ekabu. <laughs> so, let me guess, let me guess, let me you guess. Know, if you Did know you anything parents? about my dating history, maybe <laughs> I started young. Fuck. Did your parents like? Did you like? Did you pick up that from it? Because it's a very I picked common... it up from something else. Yeah, I, no. I picked it up from the um, uh, because I was born a long time ago when I was a, a baby. <laughs> so this must have been when I was uh, two, at the most, uh, assuming I had a normal development. Uh, um, the well, we had two TV channels only. <clears throat> And uh, there was the the broadcast was not twenty four seven. It would only go up until I don't know midnight or something, and then you'd get the national anthem with the flag. I remember seeing that. And then my parents would say a kabo, which is like TV's oh, over. Oh, interesting. And then I learned it from there. But I just like to make it more interesting than it is. <laughs> no, no, no. But I love that. Like that's the first thing that your child like brain was like. Yep. I need to be able to verbalize. It's over. <laughs> This is not working for me anymore. This is very specific. This is the first thing I'm going to need to communicate. <laughs> a child who is committed to not being committed. Well, I mean, it's also uh -huh. an important decision to make. So, Van, what was your first word? Oh, I don't remember. It's, no, uh, neither do we. Our moms tell us <laughs> that. Continue. Yeah, but me. I think it was mama. I think, but uh, I'm not entirely boring. sure. No. Yeah, it, I, I, like yourselves, I was a cool kid that was 
polite and well behaved. I kept to myself. Um, I used to, whenever I was at a restaurant, I would use uh, one of the the napkins and the uh, plate uh, papers to draw. Essentially, that was me. Everybody, every grown up was chatting and talking. I was quietly by myself doodling, you know, some things never change. I do, however, there was a, uh, I used to live near the the beach and I used to go to the beach with my grandparents when I was very, very young. And I remember vividly always coming back home and they they would say something like, uh, so let's take a shower and then we'll have dinner. And the first thing that I would do is run off the car and into the pool. So it would be like it's a type of shower. <laughs> yeah, indeed, in my head, it was a type of shower, and I would stay there just swimming up until nine p.m. until they said, Jeez. "Come Kids on, let's Kids love water. It's go. so cool. Yeah, I, 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 I love water up to this day. Yeah, so that's a cool, <laughs> totally a cool and here. fun memory. Yeah, like I, I, I grew up going to the beach a lot as a kid. I think we, I think we touched on this because some friends of my parents had like a like a shoddy probably illegal beach house essentially but it was very Ooh, like nice clandestine but, yes it was it was probably clandestine but it, as fuck. But it was like super cool because we could just leave our shit and then just go and i remember one of my favorite memories of the beach i hated it at the time was something that my brother used to call Miss uh, Miss Miss croquette, uh, which is like so a so a croquette is a type of like a breaded fried meat roll thing. So one time I came back from the water, and the beach I used to go to had a very big steep sand dune that you had to go to reach the house we were staying at. Uh, so I would get to the top, and my brother shouted, Miss Croquette, and he poked me, oh, and he just pushed oh, me all over, so I was filled with sand. Today, <laughs> like, I find it funny, because Miss Croquette is, I think, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I grew up just going to the beach and just loving swimming and everything. Like, I'm, I'm at my sort of mini vacation right now. My priority number one was, like, I need a fucking pool. Because I can't go to the beach because Miss cause Miss Corona is fucking scary. I think you wanted to touch on uh, on like our like do a kind of a mood check with everyone because yeah, of the whole uh, pandemic. I I would like to because we're in what uh, month one hundred of this pandemic, God. and <clears throat> I feel that there at least here in Portugal it 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 varies between uh, countries of course and locations. But there's an overall sense that the pandemic is um, something in the background, like background noise, you know, mm-hmm. and you only get confronted with it, not by the knowledge of the numbers or the knowledge of the cases, but when someone that you know actually gets the gets Sick. COVID. And another thing that I, in, in relation to that, it's the psychological impact that 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 this pandemic and this isolation and all of the care Uh that we have to put into our daily lives now, because it has substantially changed Mm -hmm. um, the psychological impact that it has uh, on each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, This podcast will probably be 
launched on the 6th of August, I think. Early August, uh-huh. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but, but so by this time, this pro- there will be probably on, if you're a Portuguese listener, there will probably on RTP Play uh, uh, a piece, a, report, a reporting piece on the psychological impact of coronavirus in um, medics and nurses and overall people. So in called in the sh- in a program called Linha de Frente, um, it will actually be on TV tonight. Uh-huh. Okay, and overall, I would like to know how are you guys dealing besides all of this fun and chat and and <laughs> it's great to catch up with you guys in these moments because it brings a spark of joy and friendship into my days. But sometimes it's a little bit, you know, gloomy. Um, I feel that I'm a lot more forgetful of hmm. things in general. Like I can't keep track. Uh, I, the, the day either seems too slow or too fast or, or I'm going to do something and I, I didn't, I immediately forget what I was doing. Uh, sometimes I'm on today's Thursday and I thought it was Friday. Um, I share that today for me, it was Friday, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. But so, but I I feel some sort of mental fatigue. I'm not mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I'm the, I'm on the brink of a breakdown, but I just feel very, very tired, and I had to deal with you know, a lot of things. Uh, people doing construction, which they come back yeah. here tomorrow for the sequel, which is painting my walls. <laughs> come back. Oh. My next single is painting my wall. <laughs> I mean, I like when I listen to this stuff and to the the, the whole in general, because I, I don't think anyone is exaggerating when they say exactly how they feel right now, because it feels different. <laughs> My struggle, and we did a whole thing about this at work, because we had to do a virtual meetup and everything. We, we typically, my company was already remote, thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was no transition for us. But we did have to lose some of the things that we typically do. And one of those things is an in-person meeting. And essentially, um, one of the things that we did was like, okay, we're going to try to bring together and just check in with each other and make sure like how we've been doing and everything. And I said, the thing I suffer the most is this sort of performative thing that I feel because my life has not, very thankfully, I'm super lucky, but has not been super affected by the pandemic. I, I was in a very incredibly privileged position that my, my job was not affected. The people who lead my company have brains and hearts and they prevented and prepared themselves for the absolute worst. And they never needed to do the absolute worst because they and, were and very, very good about it. If you don't mind me it. asking, yeah. what was one of the things that you enjoyed the most and were grateful the most uh, in regards to your uh, bosses because of that, because of that stance, you know, protection. Um, uh, so, sorry, could you, could you be more specific? For instance, people in certain types of administrations and not the type of re- absolutely a 100% remote work mm-hmm. uh, type place had trouble dealing with the adjustment of um, having the workforce being almost 100% remote. Mm-hmm. And that essentially it's a top decision, you know, 
either you have guidance from leadership from mm -hmm. the managers up top or you don't mm -hmm. you just fend for yourself even in a 100 remote company what was the thing that you were that you can say that hey i'm grateful for this type of behavior this type of leadership this action was really important at that time i can tell you specifically what it is before the mm -hmm. pandemic started before not before it started, but before it started to become a thing, say in Europe, and we were listening to news from China and everything. So this was, I think, in January or February. Mm -hmm. uh, operations, which is the team that does like finance, HR, all of that. Sorry, Sarah, if you ever hear this, I know you hate the word HR. Um, but uh, they basically immediately were like, you know what? Uh, if you already have a scheduled flight, you can go ahead. We, rec we recommend that you do not, but we're not going to like outright stop you. Here's some information about it. We're not going to accept any new flights for now. Then mm -hmm. they just cancel everyone's flights. And after that, like um, when, it, when it was getting real, real bad over here, even before Portugal was quarantined, they already had a full plan of action for like phase A. This is what we're going to do. Phase B, good. phase C, and uh, it was divided into outsets. One or... Um, so so predictions one was there will be a crisis for a few months but it will pick up in december the other one was mm -hmm. a full year crisis the other one was a two plus year crisis and the mm -hmm. very last thing they wanted to do was cut people okay they were doing everything else so we cut tools like we just sort of trimmed the fat we were not mm -hmm. hiring uh we were like another thing that we did and that i discussed with my boss effectively was like if we ever cut salaries I want my salary because I'm a team leader to be cut before anyone that's on my team yeah. because mm -hmm. it is unfair yeah. top down yeah exactly yeah, to be like down. yeah we have to we have to lead by example especially in in a situation like this mm -hmm. I think I I think this is the moment to show people that you really give a shit and they yeah. honestly really did I never mm -hmm. felt that my job was was threatened because they were prepared and they knew exactly what they were doing uh, and we're good now but again I I work for Hotjar. It's very easy to Google it. I love my job. I love my company. This is not, I'm not a fucking shill. It's just, they are genuinely one of the best led companies I've ever worked for. And I somehow work in the middle of a, of a pandemic and I felt minimal to no effect. I never felt like I would lose my job ever. Mm -hmm. That's really good. That's comforting. And what yeah. about you, Inish? Me? Uh, yeah, your mood over well, the Nothing exam. has been fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well that's that's uh in relation yeah. to your it's done <laughs> it's well apparently the pandemic is not done and i'm not the one <laughs> making that decision very clearly come on in my hands <laughs> uh well to me it's been not to be redundant but it's been extremely isolating hmm. because because what because i'm i'm i i only leave the house if i must um, and I've also moved to a place fairly recently where I don't know anyone. So, yeah, and yeah. that is, uh, messing with me and I don't think Aww. it's going away anytime soon. So, yeah. Cause we were yeah. like me and her, we're, we're talking about this the other day and usually I would suggest some, some things, but they're impossible things right now with the, with the whole pandemic, you can't get like a new hobby or you can't say, I mean, I find, could. Like, There's um, stuff I can do at home, but, but I, I, but I like don't still. have the mental space. 
No, yeah, and you're not gonna like be able to. It's different from like, say you got into fucking, I don't know, pottery. It's different from going <laughs> somewhere and having a class and having people yeah. there and getting to this new yeah. hobby than just sitting at home and sort of like, oh yeah, sure, my new hobby, how interesting. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. This is why why I think this whole podcast was good for us as a group, because Mm -hmm. I think it allowed me to process a lot better some of the things that were happening and sort of keep abreast of the everyone's situations a little bit more, because I know everyone... Abreast. I knew it. I saw your face. I knew it. (laughs) Well, guys, if you want to talk about breasts, it's time for... A thing on the internet. A breast on the internet. internet. (laughs) You said it, not me. (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago, I definitely want everyone to chime in on this, but a couple of weeks ago you were like, Pornhub has analytics? What the fuck? Well, well, my friends, I would like for us to go ahead and uh, analyze some of uh, Pornhub's analytics. They have a lot uh, on their blog. It's the... Pornhub Insights blog. It's like Tableau. (laughs) What do they use? Uh, Oracle? They do not use my company's tool, I don't think, but I'm sure they use Google Analytics. Pretty sure. Business intelligence solution. Yeah, get something fancy. Google Analytics. But no, I I, I, I probably can't say who, but (laughs) there there do exist um, very famous high-traffic adult companies that use... Our Hmm. product. And interestingly, once we kind of found something weird in our traffic, and then we realized it was that company overloading one of our servers. (laughs) Oh, no. Business is going well. (laughs) Good. Apparently, apparently it is. That's what you want. We thought it was something weird, like, oh, my God, like, like it's something going down. Is it? Is it? Is it malfunctioning? (laughs) I was going to make a joke. No. (laughs) No, please do. No, that's all right. Go on. <laughs> so this past July 24th, as we all know, it was World BDSM Day. So, was it? Sure. Really? Everybody knows <laughs> so, that. So Pornhub had a whole post dedicated to the most popular searches. So they said, uh, when, when combined, the hundreds of BDSM-related terms make up about 1.5% of Pornhub searches. So it's What's very BDS? niche. Bondage and S and M. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like a sado bondage, bondage sado masochism. Yes, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. okay. BDSM. Yeah. Right. No, I know. Or oh. like S and M is the other popular term for it as well. Okay. Um, but basically, among these terms, they 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 send like a list of terms. I'm going to link this in um, the actual okay. show notes because it okay. is honestly. I know this is like har har porn, but I think it's such an insightful thing. Like I don't know why I find it fascinating. Um, among these terms, you could find you know normal things like slave, latex, spanking, submissive, but then you would also find things very specific like blindfold surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a type of surprise you want to have. Is that like pickle surprise? <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very end, you had foot nope. domination, which All right. sounds very specific. How do you do? You do you say someone? bad foot? No, bad no, I think it's about tickling. No, I think it, it, it was tickling. T- there, there's tickling, a tickling is another thing. There's a tickling foot- fetish. 
It, oh my is, god! But foot domination is is in a is an entirely different category. It has. I would assume it's like stepping on someone or. No, something. no, no! Please, stepping... please, please explain. Yes. It has please. about. Uh, I'm please not explain. into it, but it has. No, of course <laughs> Of course you're Vanessa not. Has... I'm not. It's mark. feet. Feet. Feet aren't very. You know. But there's a wiki feet. Oh yes. Of course, of course there's there is a freaking wiki. <laughs> of course there is. But it, it's about domination with with a part of your body, just like mm. anything Tight. else. It's not about just tickling. It's a it's a sort of a adoration, an admiration mm. for a part of the body, and that's foot to have worship. Contact. Yeah. What? That's foot worship. I think. I mean, it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I do want there... to. I do want to know something very interesting because you knew you knew what it was, and I, I'm obviously familiar with like I would say 90% of the terms I saw, and this makes sense because apparently women are proportionally 86% more likely to search BDSM when compared to men, and gay male visitors are 12% more likely to search it compared to non-gay traffic, which is very interesting. It is interesting because. I'm, I don't want to generalize this mm -hmm. notion, but because gay people or people in the LGBTQ plus community, we do have to know ourselves better and accept ourselves better. And for that, we have mm -hmm. to research and inform ourselves mm -hmm. uh, about sex, sexuality, gender, so. misinformation. So all of that information is available online and it's easy to search. And then you either like it or you don't. Yeah, and it's very, I've, uh, another thing I found interesting was that the, essentially the most popular group for these searches is 65 and up, followed oh, by wow. 55 to 64. And then interestingly Damn, enough, 18, <laughs> right. to, 18 to 24. So anyone who's like 25 oh. to 54, is disproportionately like is not searching for it as much yeah. which yeah, again so I, they're just working they're not enjoying <laughs> life really <laughs> yeah, enjoying life. <laughs> uh but yeah one other uh, so another thing that i wanted to touch on is actual sort of country-based statistics which they do a lot uh we actually show up i was i was trying to look for us in the bdsm map but we seem to be very vanilla uh, I think, yeah, I think there's a minus 27% over the entire Iberian Peninsula, but they don't specify if it's Spain or Portugal, because, of course, everyone does that. But don't worry, my friends, because in 2017, in August, so three years ago, they did a whole Portugal Insight in oh. collaboration with our friends at Correio da Manhã. I'm not of kidding. Of course oh, they did. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to ask like... for a collab, that's the same people I would ask. I'm not going to ask... I mean, I of course. Public word. Can I, you guys can you guys explain to our dear listeners who are not Portuguese what oh, is Quay de Manhã? Quay de Manhã is a daily um, shit show of a newspaper who's been around forever. Yes. Uh, and basically, it's it's very exploitative. Yeah. And um, it it has its own TV network now. Yeah, now they have a TV network. They have a TV network now, and it's they always basically seem to like, get everywhere first than anyone else yeah. they always get the, the scoop before anyone else so there's like this and they're, wild they're... urban myth that they're the ones causing the situations <laughs> that generate the news <laughs> and they are a bit uh, un un unethical in terms yes, of approaching oh, yeah. 
They're yeah, like they're like situations. the guys who like if there's a it's kind of like TMZ. It's like oh, is there yeah. a rumor yeah. Yeah. about something? We're gonna go to the hospital live now. Like they're yeah. they're those kinds a, of people. An expert. I'm doing air quotes. So like, um, like a whole theory on what happened. Yeah. So some fun facts about Portugal. Monday is the highest traffic day for visitors in Portugal. <laughs> Because no Whereas, one wants to go to work, so they can, you know, get us something. I mean, I guess. At work. So what am I going to do instead? Look yeah. for porn at work. The Wait, highest... that was 2017? 2017. So it's, so, okay. it's a, so it's a three-year-old study, let's say. The okay. highest daily traffic comes between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m., which is slightly later than most countries, which peak from 10 p.m. to midnight. Visitors from Portugal spend 10 seconds less time on Pornhub compared to the world average. So our average is 9 minutes and 26 seconds. So we are at some quick you noise. Know, I say that's, that's <laughs> quite enough to bust a nut. I'd say. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> 22% the Institute of Statistics <laughs> says. <laughs> no, but 22% um, are female, which is less than 4% of the world average. So that's why well. maybe the three of us are judgmental about this number. <laughs> Um, the average age for Portugal's visitors is 35 years old, and we rank 30, uh, 41st worldwide for traffic when, when compared to our population rank of 88%. Mm -hmm. The most popular searches are beautiful. Oh, I just did an oh, Italian chef's kiss. <laughs> so obviously, it's going to start with Portugal Tuga, which is a shorthand form of uh, Portuguese. Yeah. And then the actual word Portuguese. And then we go into MILF, lesbian, hentai, anal, and then my favorite, caseiradas portuguesas. What the that's hell? That's a thing. What is that? Caseiradas portuguesas. I mean, I that's some amateur is, porn. But that's a exactly. I think it means amateur porn, but it's specifically yeah. written in Portuguese. Wow. But it's then, it's, <laughs> then it's massage, and then it's what? porn to go, like a portmanteau oh, wow. of porn in Portugal. Okay. Uh, and then it just goes into just like some of the most like like basic stuff like blowjob threesome like super it is it is one of the vanilla like vanilla -est of lists <laughs> that I've ever seen. We're very boring. Uh, the I, I, I think that's that's also due to the fact that sexual education as absolutely sex, as, sex absolutely. as in itself it's not, not very commonly talked about in our schools in our society it's still uh, perceived as a taboo or a joke mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah yeah it's 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 very interesting that you say that because uh when there's a there's another category or like another part of the report that they have which is the top relative categories which is viewed most often in this country compared to other countries in the world so compared mm -hmm. to the rest of the world visitors from portugal are proportionally 238% more likely to view the Brazilian category, 59% more for anal, and 58% more for, for outdoor, which is a very, very specific like type of porn, I think. We enjoy the outdoors. Um, we enjoy the nice people like to enjoy the sun. Yeah, so, Vitamin D. Like, I mean, on, on <laughs> your side of the river. Vitamin D for sure. <laughs> Vitamin D. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm I just so know slow. that was I not on purpose. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I want to also say the most searched ah! porn star. I had never heard of this person. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I'm just gonna try to read the sentence and get through it. Mm -hmm. By far the most searched for porn star for 
It's so hard. Okay. I believe her in name, you. Her. her name is Diana Kudmlancia. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about her. Yeah, yeah. I've never I've heard. seen her on Twitter. And she was very it's... popular a few years ago. There was, I think she had like a show on the radio. She was I've like never heard popular. of her. Ever. It's... Yeah, I've heard about her. No, yeah. I've never heard her. about her. It's are, a magnet are, for misogyny. Are, are any, of you, are any of you surprised? Oh, no, of course not. Uh, yes, very much so. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, uh, like the, the, the only final thing I want to note on is that it mm -hmm. seems that the, to, the more north you are in the country, the less okay. time you spend per visit on average. And the more mm -hmm. south you are, the more time you spend on average, with both yeah. of the archipelagos being somewhere in the middle. I thought that was also quite interesting. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that says of the north versus the south island. thing. They have maybe. pineapples. They don't need porn. Or, or like maybe it's like colder up north, so they really want to finish up fast because it's freezing. Like who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, the judgments. Oh, no. oh, it is colder. I'm gonna get. The you're gonna get canceled. We're gonna get canceled no, by all, all the people from temperature north. shaming. But it's this, a fact. It is colder. But this, there. but this, this is kind of kind kind of interesting data, and it it it's this is fascinating. It's they had a whole, I want to like, see, see a dashboard. No, honestly, like, like they had a whole study recently just on the effect of the coronavirus. And it wasn't necessarily what you think. Good, good. Like traffic necessarily didn't like didn't 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 go hugely up in some cases. And I think mm -hmm. that's also what you were saying before of the mood, like because they're you know, because life is not normal right now. Yeah, so people are on... not behaving normally. Yeah, they're not. However, on Mashable and BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. um, they are, uh, they have released some articles uh, in regards to people buying more sex toys and some mm. popular companies are actually running out of stock because really? people are wow. spending Damn. more time at home and buying up <laughs> yeah. more sex yeah. toys. So enjoy I yourselves. Mean, we I salute. Mean, all we I was salute. doing was, was, was buying more plants. So. Exactly. We bought Some more succulents. Other people buy sex toys. I guess. I guess that's actually a good segue into us telling our listeners how was our experience going to a nursery together, and it, it was also the first time we saw each other in person for like. It was long? blissful. Like years. It was. Yeah. It was amazing. People, friends, <laughs> actual people. No, but uh, please, like, maybe may, maybe Inez can start because Inez. Did Me? not yeah. acquire any. I just, Inez did not no. succumb to the demon. <laughs> I did not. I just tagged along for the company. Okay, so we went to this very large um, nursery for plants, and um, immediately Mafalda and Vanessa were entranced by how many plants there were. Terrible. They were like, oh my god, look at all the plants. Do you know that, that, that face is that those. The this faces that the dudes do in Jurassic Park when they first see yeah, exactly. the dinosaurs. Yeah. That was our face. Let me just and give I was a quick, like, okay, quick, this is popular, gonna take a while. Unpopular opinion. Do it. Yes. yes. I have never seen Jurassic Park and I what? hate dinosaurs. Never have I ever seen any Jurassic Park. What have you movie. gotta get, to, get Listeners? Dinosaurs. We have to work together. Everyone spam our inbox. The man that Mark who sees this movie on a live stream. At least for Jeff Goldblum, if nothing else. Well, oh I God. could do it if people 
you know, pay us to watch my reactions watching <laughs> my Jurassic reacts, Park. Dude. It's yeah. a really cool movie. It, it's a reaction <laughs> thing. We did actually Inez and I did it years ago on we did Facebook with Fifty Shades, with of, 50 Grey. Shades of Grey, oh, and we that we posted like a hundred bazillion. Yeah, during the movie on, on Facebook. And, and people were starting to get annoyed because we were insane. spamming their feeds. I thought they were having fun. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I mean, we yeah. were supposed to do the second movie, but... No, God, no, you no. can't pay me but enough. But it's terrible. No. We've no. been through enough. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I've, I've read all the Twilight books. No. I did not stand to read any more than the first book of Fifty Shades of Grey. But, you know, plant moms, please proceed. Yes. <laughs> No, um, like, obviously, as Marco said before, yes, we did spend probably too much money on plants. <laughs> and uh, I still am looking towards getting more in the future. But I just don't have space right now, so I'm holding off. If I have space, I'll get more. But for now, I'm just going to keep the ones I own. It was a struggle. I'm usually not a very indecisive person. Like, when I go shopping, I kind of just know what I want. But, but it, there were so many options. It was so overwhelming. There were many options. And we only it, saw a fraction of... of we totally. saw like maybe a, a fifth of yeah. what they had to offer. Yeah. Because the rest was just too much outside in the sun. and It, it was, was very hot. Blazing crazy. We yeah. were sweating. Yeah, However, and, uh, yeah. there was an actually very fun part to this uh, expedition of ours. Mm -hmm. Radio plant. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Radio Plant <laughs> was the shit. Yeah. Highly recommend Radio Plant. So basically, they had this <laughs> radio station that I guess some some person was playing like 90s slash early 2000s music. Like, it, it sounded like they, they, they made a mixtape for themselves years <laughs> ago. And they were just playing it because there was some obscure stuff. <laughs> there <laughs> it wasn't just like the rhythm of the night, you know, funny. Which is referential because Corona, but <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that you know, like you know that that song at the start of the coronavirus, it got massively popular on of Spotify because people were memeing it uh, real hard. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Makes it was sense. like I was kind of surprised. I don't know about you guys. Were you not surprised at the amount of people that were there? Not, not, not like it was, was full surprised. of people, but like it was I like was. a Saturday. More than I expected. Yeah, mm -hmm. mid-afternoon. I think that the, the same thing that we felt in yeah. terms of plants, like, yeah. I want more plants. I want to connect with more plants. It's something that other people are actually uh, sharing, too. Yeah, and so. there were definitely return customers, because I could see the lady that was on the cashier. She, mm -hmm. The way she was talking to them was like, oh, you're yeah. back. What are you getting today? Yeah. So. No, and Welcome to plant motherhood. I mean, <laughs> and I kind of see why, because after going there, I felt like what I always feel when I go to a, like, a nice local business, which is like, why yeah. do I ever go to a large supermarket? Because this is, is so true. much better. So yeah. much nicer, yeah. It's yeah. so much nicer, so much, you know, there yeah. are some inconveniences such as where the hell is that? Exactly. But they don't have a website, there, like all that stuff. But they were really nice. They were very yeah. friendly. Yeah, Speaking of nice, if you don't mind me segueing to of course. something, uh, I would uh, just like to place out here uh, and out there to you kind folks listening to us, uh, a very close to home GoFundMe page mm -hmm. for the sister of a dear, dear friend of ours mm -hmm. that essentially it goes to help with her cancer treatment and post chemo needs. 
So we will leave the link in our description and any amount will make a difference. Even if you can't uh, contribute, just share it with your friends and your loved ones. So thanks for that. Okay. And then... And... <laughs> Do we have I, I have a, a cartomantic prediction. Oh, Ooh. let's go to it. Because Tell us. because in the in the beginning of the episode we all realized we we are people with daddy issues. <laughs> so now we're going to Allegedly. Moira's Marco's Frank readings. Yeah. Well, my Frank reading Ooh. was what do we do about, you know, uh, regarding our daddy issues? And we, I did a different five-card spread that you will see on our feed um, some days before the episode. Uh, so we got judgment. Oh, damn. Snap. <laughs> the devil and temperance. So we basically have all banded together because we are bound by this common the thing. The Yeah. <laughs> that is oppressing us. And, and, and it actually kind of scarred us in many ways of our lives and we have to keep it like in check in our day to day in our don't position we shouldn't um we shouldn't do we shouldn't hang keep hanging on it or keep thinking about it and the actually do card is uh, i think we get over our daddy issues by being together and and communing because it has the sun and it has two people uh, sort of like hugging or embracing or being mm. kind to one another. So I think it, it, it it's is. like it's like that. I think what you're describing is something in the action of mirroring. It's like I can see myself in the the actions of any one of you and understand that that behavior was because of that. Yeah. And it really? kind of. And we're, I mean, oh, we're not. What ashamed do I do that screams yeah. daddy issues? Huh? What is it that I do that screams she has daddy issues besides breaking up with every boyfriend I ever have? <laughs> there you go. Okay. You're there digging you go. yourself your own hole. Oh, I'm just, it's just revenge. Like, I'm abandoning you now. Uh, so, like, wow. I don't, like, I really I like to make a point. I say that huh? there is anything but something that I see in you as well. Like, I, I think this happens to. I think it's about empathy. Well, yes. Uh, yes. That could come from me. Yes, that too, I guess. No, like, but I think there's a sort of weird level of emotional intelligence that comes when you have not a really great relationship with one of your parents or when Mm -hmm. they're divorced um, Mm -hmm. and you can be very sensitive to those kind of things and you can you can Mm -hmm. you can understand the process instead of just fucking freaking out and throwing everything all over you kind of know that something is happening if that makes sense Um, so that's what I see (laughs) Yeah, it's that empathy of knowing that you had to deal with yourself and your issues to mm. overcome them and not be completely yeah. overpowered by them. Or because people who have these type of um, issues mm-hmm. later in life don't have the tools to deal with it. Or you can just date older men. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've never dated anyone my no, age or thank older. You. I always get younger people, like or one or two years. Have all of your friends almost unanimously be way older than you and have one of your best friends be effectively 10 years older than you that's how i deal with my daddy issues well it's very healthy and i know who that person is so excellent choice (laughs) oh boy actually i talked to him yesterday i honestly speaking of speaking of yeah speaking of daddy issues What the hell is going on with this show? I don't know. Go on. I don't know. It's this is just yep. a joke. But in this case, it might be 
spot on. <laughs> this is a, a little bit of a serious note, okay, mm-hmm. just to diverge. This week on what the local news aren't covering, but really should. Hmm. Today, the day we're actually oh, uh, recording this, July 30th, 2020, <laughs> Trump decided. Trump, the yep. current president of America, clown in chief, decided unilaterally to remove almost 12,000 American based troops from Germany, oh. hence giving strength to Russia. Oh, I just want great. to say that remember that Russia invaded Crimea in 2014 with unmarked forces and local militias oh, and any action to undermine NATO at the moment even if they're saying that it's for um, the betterment of the German forces, it's to be suspicious. Mm. So what that means is around half of the US troops that are being withdrawn from Germany will be relocated across Europe, with some going to Italy and countries like in the Black Sea region and some troops could be sent to Poland and the Baltics. Black Sea, that would be Eastern Europe, right? My yes. geography is horrible, I know. So huh. <clears throat> this is something that the local European uh, media should be saying, hey guys, this is happening. And remember, Angela Merkel will no longer be the chancellor, yeah. German, Germany's year, right? chancellor in the next year, 2021. So whomever gets to deal with this situation will have an amount of uh, military and political pressure to uh, resolve this uh, Trump-induced problem. Yay! And also, let me just add, he's done that today. Today was also um, released the um, worst, uh, the economic results for this quarter in the U.S. The U.S., I'm reading now, suffered the worst quarter since the Second World War as GDP shrinks by uh 32.9% and also he suggested that the election be delayed mm-hmm. okay yeah. however <laughs> i have something to say on that yes only congress of course no no he's fine only congress is the only force at the moment <clears throat> under the the constitution of the united states that can delay but isn't, or isn't there like a majority of republicans in the congress at the moment no, I think that no, I think it's going to get stuck because it's Democrat. But regardless, this mm-hmm. essentially Ocasio, we're we're counting on you. What he is, which <laughs> just off. so you can get context on this, yeah. at no point in history was this suggested. The two world world uh, world wars, the civil war, the 1918 um, pandemic, uh, all of the previous like economic recessions, like all the yeah. big. At no point. Was this a valid option? And it somehow is now. If you are an American friend listening to this, please register to vote. Yes, please register and vote. Please make your voice heard. It doesn't matter who you're voting for. But to me, it's very clear that it's, again, fucking cancel me, at me. I don't give a shit. Trump is an inherent, he is an inherently inconstitutional President. president there is no yeah. law that he abides by that yeah. actually no serves his people no yeah. law he has yeah. to be accountable for his actions yeah because because he knows he's going to get indicted as soon 
as soon as he leaves the actual presidency. January 2021. We can't wait for it. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to drink wait. with all of you, American friends. Uh, <laughs> I have oh, a prediction for you, Mafalda. Oh, oh, yes. To end our show, we have two predictions today. Yes, this is the show where we get to have it all. Yes. And if so, you want more, please reach Marco at moira.readings yes. on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. So uh, I think your planned hobby is really going to expand oh my. a lot because you go oh, from oh, no. two of spades to a ten of hearts. Jesus. And in the end, you will be the reigning queen. Of plants. Queen of plants. Yeah. Queen of plants. <laughs> no. Propagation station. <laughs> oh my god. I so, do yeah. have I do have a propagation station. Holy shit. I, I'm, I'm sorry in advance to my dear husband. I think oh, I, this is terrible. I hope I hope he can withstand the bug. But but no, you'll have Oh god. I will say you'll have, have you will have five times more time more plants than you do now. Like wow. in, in but how like in a year or in a in month a year or? I asked by like by next year by next year. <laughs> well, that's like six months from now. Not even that much. <laughs> My God. Well, we'll be here to. We'll be uh, here to like, judge you know, how many more plants. How many more plants she buys? I don't like and this admire reading. the queen of succulents. <laughs> because you already uh, bought, you already spent more on plants than I spent on a Gucci bronzer. So I'm happy. <laughs> oh, man. And yet somehow I feel that I won in that same transaction, but that's just me. <laughs> Wait, Marco, were you throwing actual shade? Yes, he was, darling. Shade, what darling. A that's Ooh. why I wear all anyway. black. Anyway. <laughs> you shady. I'm a shady ape. <laughs> no direct sunlight, because you're shady. <laughs> I'm shady. <laughs> well, guys, thank you once again for listening to us. And if you'd like to leave us a comment Indeed. on our social medias, you this can reach us at Confatal. And R write until us a next time, yeah, yeah, you can write us a letter. Yes. Until next time, please wear a mask, mm -hmm. practice social distancing, wash your hands, and be kind. Be kind. And be kind. Please. <laughs>